Yo, people. Before we start today's episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors for this season, Watchbox UK. Based out in Hatton Gardens, they're leading the way in supplying you with the best prices for buying, selling and sourcing top-of-the-range watches and high-quality jewels. Head over to their Instagram, the link will be in the bio, and make sure to like, comment and subscribe. Please enjoy the episode. Yes, people, I'm back with another episode of On The Duty, and today I finally got someone from the ends who's around my age group. Matthew Briggs, what's happening, bro? I'm good, man. Good to be here. Finally made it. <laughs> finally, <laughs> yeah. finally. Um, what have you been up to, man? Obviously, still kicking ball, uh, playing non-league now, um, and obviously working at uh, a gym and doing personal training as well. All right, cool. We'll get to the non-league bit later on, but um, when you first started playing football, obviously you're from Wandsworth. I'm thinking you're playing for this team, but what was the team you was playing for when you got scouted for Fulham? Uh, Wonder Wanderers. Red and black stripes. Better, better. Yeah, Kimber yeah. Road pitches. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I drive past there most days and I think, like, I tell my dad, like, I come from here. Mm. Obviously, I, don't, I didn't make it high, but a lot of people have come from there and just gone to play in big stadiums and that, which is sick. Do you remember Uncle Sonny? Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> Sonny was a, he's a legend, legend. You see, when you mm. first got scouted, mm. did you think Fulham was a big club or did you think, oh, like, it's just another football team that I can play at? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I knew Fulham, I knew who they were, I knew they was in the Prem, but obviously you get the likes of like Chelsea, Arsenal, yeah. them teams, you don't put them on the same, the same calibre. Okay, so when you finally got scouted, what was your parents' reaction? Was it like, oh my God, he's got to go, or is it just like, you, uh, like initially, you football? Yeah, like, my mum obviously watched football, loved football, I think initially she was a bit overwhelmed by it all, and it's funny you talk about Sonny, because she used to get a lot of advice from him, like... <laughs> what should she do? Yeah, yeah. And I think, I, I remember I went on trial when I was 10, 9 or 10, and she pulled me out again and said, I think he needs another year just playing for Wondle. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, I went I like that. See that, that's normal now because you hear a lot of parents say they're taking their sons out because they're not enjoying, like, it's not right for them. Like, they still mm. need to be kids, like, have friends and stuff. Like, yeah. do you find, like, you didn't have a lot of friends, like, all your friends were, like, were at Fulham or did you have friends outside of Fulham? Um, as in now, you mean? Or back, back then? Back then, if you can remember. Um, to be honest, when you're that young, it doesn't affect you in that, in that way because you still have your friends, you're still going to school, yeah, um, yeah. you train only in the evenings a couple of days a week. Well, that's how it was back then yeah, anyway, yeah. so it didn't really affect me in that way, if okay, I'm honest. and I think it's a lot more intense now because you've got kids going, doing their club training, then mm. they're going to like coaching, like coaching academies and stuff like that, and then they're going to like their actual clubs as well. It's, it's all a bit mad, and I just think it's unfair. They still need to be kids in it. It's, yeah. not, it's not the parents' dream; it's their dream, isn't it? No, definitely. Uh, um, but your parents weren't like that. No, not at all, man. Obviously, my mom wanted to, wanted me to do what I wanted to do, um, and I think she just tried to make the best decisions and choices she could have made in my best interest. No, yeah. Was um, this is a mad name? Was Herman in your team? <laughs> yeah, Hermanator. <laughs> Hermanator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw him on the. Uh, for those who don't know, Herman was like a kid who was a ringer. He wasn't his age. It was better than everyone until everyone caught up mm. and he didn't grow. And he had the calves like a bus. <laughs> That's, I didn't know he was in your TV. That's yeah, man. I remember I, I must have went into the dome one day. You know when it's yeah, like yeah. winter time, they put up the dome. Yeah, yeah. And then I see him like standing there. I thought it was one of the parents. I thought it was one of the parents. <laughs> and then man started warming up with us. I'm thinking, no way. Was he, was he <laughs> better than everyone or was he just quick and strong? Um, do you know what? Like, yeah, back then, he was a beast in it. Like, you could outmuscle everyone, outrun everyone. Um, and in many ways, probably was better. But then, like you said, as everyone started developing, growing up, getting older, 
then he just and he stayed the same. He yeah. weren't really that yeah, he great developed anymore. like ten years ago. Yeah. Um, were you always a left back? So <laughs> when I went on trial, I always liked attacking in it. So, yeah. but I think when I was on trial at Fulham, they played you in every position. Okay, okay. For me, you know, every kid probably wants to be a striker, score goals, assist, and just do like silky things, which I was good at back then. But I think because of my size, they they preferred me in defence. Um, and going through the youth um, youth system, they played me um, centre back a lot. Okay, okay. Because um, well, you were tall. Yeah. yeah. But I would always make these mazy runs forward, kind of like a frustrated forward, <laughs> you know. And in the end, they moved me to left back, which that's where I learnt my trade. Okay. So, um, at your time, from your time at Fulham, like the academy, is there any players that wanted to play at a decent level, like high up? Um. So you got Neil Etheridge now. Um, obviously, he was at Chelsea beforehand. I think he's at Birmingham now. Okay. Um, Wesley Fodderingham, another goalkeeper. He's, oh, yeah, he's done yeah. very well. Um, start, went to Swindon, I think, after Fulham. They went to Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Done amazing there. Now he's at Sheffield United, doing well. Um, but really, from my age group or even a, the age group above, not many, if I'm honest. Okay, so only like a couple. Yeah. See, when you when you watch them play or you hear their names, does that frustrate you thinking, I could, I, sh I could have been there? Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll probably touch on it more in this conversation, but there was times when, you know, I played with players for England and stuff and, or played against players and I knew I was always better than mm. them and had more, more ability. Um, and it went through a time where I can't watch football no more. Because wow. I can't watch football no more. What, because it's hurting you that much? Hurting me that much, yeah. yeah. I was like, I was I I was here youngest prem yeah. doing bits, and now I'm just all of the, all of them have surpassed me playing prem week in week out, playing now for England senior team. That's mad. I'm like, ah. Uh, see when you're when you're feeling like this, who do you talk to? Like, do you keep it within yourself? Do you text your boys, mm. partner, parents? To be honest, I've learned now to talk to people in it. So I talk to my mum, I talk to my friends, mm -hmm. whoever agent. Whoever's there, whoever I can talk to. But back then, I just kept it inside me, to be honest. My mum probably could see that I weren't right with myself and I was keeping stuff in. But I didn't really talk to nobody, to be honest. That's not, when, did the, when did you start feeling like this? Is it while she was a pro, got step it, got going down the leagues, or when you hit non, the non-league? For me, I think, obviously, I was at Fulham, went to Millwall. And when you're at Millwall Championship, you're still thinking, oh, I'm, I'm still I'm doing well still. Went to Colchester. Still done well, but then after I had my hip hip injury and dropped down, that's when it hit me. And there's, I think that was 2017, 18 times. That's mad. I started thinking like, I'm just going lower and lower and lower. Like, what's happening? Did you ever think to quit? Yeah, I went through a stage where I stopped playing for like a year. What were you doing? Just, just chilling. I went and worked with my uncle in it on a building site doing labouring <laughs> and that. And I and I remember like. I've, I've told this story before, but um, I remember carrying like a breeze block across that, the building yeah, site. Yeah. And I just looked up and I thought, Rah, this is what I'm doing now. Like, I've gone from youngest prem and now I'm like carrying a breeze block yeah. and like labouring on a building site. And no, again, I always say no disrespect to the trade. It's sick to be fair. I learned bare stuff yeah, doing yeah. it. Um, stuff that I can now take home and do myself instead of hiring someone to yeah, do it. I want to um, do that. And to think the things they do, but just obviously when you've been playing Prem, living your dream, to now doing something that is probably not in your DNA. 
It was a hard one, man. Hit do, me like a ton of bricks. Do, <laughs> do the people you're working with, do they, do they know who you were? Or did you have to, I'm not saying you brag, did you tell them, oh, I used to play Prem and did it? You know, uh, like you talk. Well, yeah, because obviously I was working for my uncle, innit? So, so he obviously knows that and obviously probably, yeah, yeah. They, yeah they, everyone knew, yeah. They were thinking, how come you're here, man? And I'd just be like, don't that's, know. That's I'm the honest. thing, you probably don't even know why your career yeah. took a You hit can't out. really pinpoint a reason why you're not, you're not doing that no more. Uh, that's football politics, mm. isn't it? That, so, when did you realise, yeah? I'm jumping a bit here. When did you realise that football politics actually exists? Um, <laughs> so, when I left uh, Colchester, went on trial at Lincoln, and, uh, you know, uh, the Cowling brothers, um, Wait. they're at Portsmouth now. Oh, the twins. Now. I yeah, mean, not the, the twins, the, bro- the managers. They're at, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. at Portsmouth now. Yeah. Went there, was doing bits. I remember I played a trial game, left back, got an assist, like, played sick. And they're like, yeah, you want to do a deal? I'm like, yeah, cool. Had it all negotiated, everything. About to sign, last minute, they said, oh, do you know what? We just had a call from somebody advising that we don't take you. Wow. And I'm like, what? Man, anyway, it never happened. And then my agent was like, I think it's, they, they said something about your attitude. I'm like, huh? Me? What attitude? Like, sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, there's nothing I can do. And then from then I said, nah, football. Football's fucked, man. That's Sorry. It. <laughs> no, it's cool, it's cool. That's an easy excuse though, like attitude, because yeah. they've seen you play and surely if, if it was, if attitude was the actual problem, they could give you like a short term deal, see how you were, then extend mm. it. Yeah. But someone's out to get you, man. Yeah. Even, even saying that, like I remember I was at Barnet as well. This is like after I didn't play football for about a year. Yeah. I'm fit, whatever. Obviously they, they know who I am, innit? He's like, and they were struggling. Um, the manager was like, you know what? We'll give you a non-contract. Like, Train with us, get yeah. fit, whatever. Played one game, had a stinker, by the way. Had a stinker. Come off for 20 minutes, had a stinker. Serious? Yeah. What, you started and got stuck? No, no, no. I come off the bench, did it? Like, had a stinker. I mean, I went to cross the ball. And you know, them ones where, like, your toe from your other leg kicks the ball and I've just kicked the air. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, yeah, get me off, get me off. But anyway, um, he got sacked, and then there's like, ah, oh, new manager come in and was like, Martin Allen, manager, yeah, yeah. he came in as like, Mad Dog or something. yeah, he come in as like, oh, we're going to get rid of you because, you know, I need to try and keep the club up. We're going to stick with what the players we actually have signed. I was, wow. like, oh. I, was, I was thinking football is long. Like, this is so long. So, the playing Prem and playing champ, all that, that really doesn't matter. Don't matter. They don't fancy, they don't fancy. That's it. That is mad. Mm. But that's another thing I say as well, like, I didn't know all this back then, but I always say, like, Liam Rossini, when I had a yeah. conversation with him, like, years ago, good bit of advice he said to me is football is a game of opinions. So, like, you know, if, if a manager's not having you, that can affect players in so many ways mentally. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if just because they're not having you don't mean that somebody else ain't going to have you. Do you know what I mean? But, but you'll go to another club thinking, I'm not good enough. Yeah, yeah. But that's and not the case. Your performances will be shit. Mm. That's mad. All right, cool. Let's go back to Fulham. When, when did you start playing above your age group? Because that's like normal for people that they're trying to push through the club. Yeah. Above my age, I'll say, well, I made my reserve debut when I was 14. So. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> I'm yeah. sure, wait, when it's you, so you've said that, and Joe Gomez, I think he was playing yeah. the under-18s at like 14. But you're playing mm. resis. Yeah, I was, bro, I was always taken out of school. Like, I was playing... I remember I played against Aston Villa at Villa Park at 14 years old. Wow. Started left wing, one Pablo Angel, all them men were playing like, is it Osborne, like the centre midfielder at okay. the time? Just proper like big ballers. 
and they couldn't believe how young I was in it. Like, did you look like a baby, like a fourteen-year-old? I probably, I probably looked young, but I was still quite tall in it. Yeah. But I would have said I was quite skinny as well, probably back then. Fourteen. Mm. Did you like see? Do you understand like you're playing at Villa Park? Like this is like one of the main Premier League stadiums. I think up until I was like sixteen, to be honest, I just football was football, man. Yeah. I was just enjoying it. That's that's it. So when like uh, cool, you're training. You're fourteen, training with. Basically, pros. Mm. You're saying I didn't even train with them. I just got called oh, up to play. Oh, you just got called up. Well, so you're playing, what you play? Are you even playing under 18s that for you? Um, I think I'm, I must have played under 16s. Probably made maybe one appearance, but they just kept bumping me up because when I'd play up, it would just be too easy for me. <laughs> so they thought, right, let's put him in the res res Serious? now. Serious? Yeah. Did you find that easy? And if I'm honest, we got smacked up. I think it was like 6-0 or something mad. But I didn't really care. I was just playing ball. I was just loving playing ball, innit? And playing in a big stadium, like. <laughs> so you're doing that, then going back to school. Mm. Are you bragging in school? Is it just No, like, not just... really. It's just, it's just me, innit? It's just who I was. If you wanted to find me, you'll find me in the cage playing football. <laughs> or I'll be in early before school starts, just playing in, like, the, the yeah, football yeah. halls and that. Your, your school's developed quite a few pros, like yourself, mm. Michael Antonio, Craigie. So Craig, did yeah. you ever cross paths with them and chat to them about ball? Is it just, like, because they're older than you? Uh, well, obviously, like back then, me and Craig, you know, obviously being in the same year and stuff was, we, we, I don't know, it was just like, it was just normal for us to just be ballers. Like yeah. we didn't know anything different in it. Just to be, he was obviously at Arsenal. I was at Fulham. Sometimes you'll be trying to get me to come Arsenal. So I remember <laughs> they wanted me. They kept trying okay, to get yeah, me to yeah. go there. So he would like try and persuade me. I oh, leave Fulham, come come Arsenal. I think they would tell him to like try and get yeah. me there. Um, even with Mikel. He started later, innit? Yeah, so yeah. obviously he was the year above news about like could kick ball and that. I think he was at two in a Mitchum yeah. them times. And we'll play with him in the cage. But we didn't really have much conversation like in terms of football and stuff. Did did you look you, you and Craig, did you ever think, right, I'm gonna be a pro or are you just playing for the love of football? Well yeah, that was always the goal. It was always like, yeah, we're gonna be it was just tunnel vision, like yeah. we're gonna be pros, we're gonna play ball. That's it. <sighs> That's mad. So how many sessions did you have before you got called up? Did, wait, did you get called up to train with the first team before your debut or did you just literally, Matthew, come with us? Literally, like, I had one session the day we were travelling. So the Friday. Yeah. Like, was it Friday? No, Saturday, sorry, because obviously everyone would have been in. And yeah. I remember my age group was, like, standing around the side, like, watching me train with them because the game was on the Sunday, innit? Yeah. So literally, I had one session, then got on the bus and went up to Middlesbrough. You see that, yeah? Like, be real. Did you have an ego? Like, you've got all your age group, mm. your friends that you've trained with and that, like, yeah. throughout the years, and you're the first team. Like, that's their goal, and you're doing it at their age. Mm. Come on, you must have, like, walked through, like, head high and that. Yeah, like, obviously, I knew I was the bollocks, innit? Like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, <laughs> like, back then, like, I knew I was, like, the main man sort of thing. I wouldn't say, like, I was arrogant or anything. Yeah. I just, I just knew what I was, innit? Yeah. And... Like, to be honest, I probably didn't really know too much what is going on. I'm just, I'm just kicking ball and playing with... I remember I was intimidated, though. Okay. Papa Buba Diop. God <laughs> oh, yeah, rest, God rest team, his soul. But, oh, yeah, sure. like, when I, when I, like, walked onto the pitch and he's there, he's looking at me like... like and I know I'm thinking I can come in and just do my madness. And one dribble, but it's lift you up. <laughs> <laughs> Play simple. Like. Are, they, are they teaching you this or you just have to learn yourself? No, that, to be fair, the first team players, they, they taught you, they teach you, they're trying to guide you along the yeah. way, innit? But obviously, at the same time, like, you've got to learn yourself as well, innit? Yeah, I watched that um, 
the Arsenal all or nothing thing. Yeah, and I watched that the other day. Lacazette, well. Lacazette yeah. kick booted one of the young players, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I was thinking, come on, man. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, yeah, you're a yeah. pro and he might have annoyed you, but you've mm. got to teach these men, innit? Like, yeah. Yeah, I remember Clint Dempsey actually done that in one session. You? Not me. Oh. Like, after like a couple of years of me being yeah. involved with the first team, I remember a young kid, he might have even been on trial and just like they needed numbers and got him to train. And I think he like tackled Dempsey badly and he proper like grips him up. Put him on the floor. Said, "Don't you ever?" <laughs> I was thinking, "Yo, it's a kid, man." But Dempsey's like the nicest guy off the pitch, but on the pitch he's angry. A lot of players are like that. Isn't yeah. it? What are you like on the pitch, bro? I'm just I'm so laid back. It's a joke, man. Like <laughs> honestly, like obviously I'll lose it sometimes yeah, if yeah. we're like getting dicked or yeah. not playing well or something. But I'm just genuinely I'm just same on the pitch as I'm off the pitch, bro. I'm just chilled. So okay. laid back, bro. <laughs> All right, so you get told you're traveling. Mm. You message your mum. Are you messaging mum? She knew, like, she obviously they had a conversation beforehand, oh, wow. I think. I think this all happened because they were trying to get me to sign a pro, innit? Okay. And I was like, humming and hurrying, thinking, I want to go Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then in the end, it's like, we need to, I think they need said we need to get him, like, give him a carrot, something to okay. like. And they said, yeah, I think my mum already knew that I'm going to be in the squad. I knew as well from like the day before. So you knew he was going to be in the squad. Did you yeah. know he was going to play? No. Nah. But they did, they did mention, you know, if you come on, you're going to become the youngest Premier League player. And I was like... Talk about pressure, though. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah, mad. So in my back of my mind, I'm thinking, now they've got to bring me on. They're telling me that. I'm going to come on. <laughs> so you're ready to play? Yeah, I was ready. I, was, I think I was warming up, like, the whole game, man. Like, <laughs> I'll sit down for a bit. of like, come sit, <laughs> relax. <laughs> Where was you? Like, what game? Middlesbrough. So you went to Middlesbrough? Mm. Mad. They love it up there, like, the fans and that, innit? Yeah. Yeah, their fans are crazy, to be fair. We get your coach up there or tr train. Uh, we got the coach. Yeah, we got the coach. So, yeah. so you're on there, buzzing, thinking in the back of my mind, I'm gonna play mm. prem at 16. Yeah, like even when we went to the hotel and that, like I think that this hotel was serious. <laughs> <laughs> Did you room with anyone? Um, no, nah, we all had our own rooms. Oh, serious. Yeah. Wow. All right, cool. Youngest. So you make your debut. You step on. Are you got? Are you focused or is it just like a big blur? Um. Trying to think back to it, man. I think I was, I was nervous. I'm not trying to show it. You know, one of them ones where you could see my, I was like, you know how you get that nervous face, you're yeah. trembling. <laughs> and I right, was it, what's the, who's that, who's that ref, man? The black guy. Uriah Rennie. Uriah Rennie, yeah, he was talking to me. Serious? Yeah, he was talking to me saying, ah, oh, making your debut, yeah? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, good luck, man. Good luck. All the best. I'm like, yeah. I run on DM. We defensive mids. Serious? I'm thinking, right, man's blanking me out of position as well. It's just techie. <laughs> could be techie. But I was just thinking, just go on, keep it simple, man. Like, I was nervous. Like, um, Middlesbrough fans are like, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> but that, made, that gave me a buzz, to be fair. I was oh, thinking, sick. yeah, I'm actually, this is sick. That's you know sick, I mean? man. I, I just that's... kept it simple, man. Kept it ticking. See, after yeah. that, yeah, were people around the club treating you different? Yeah, like, they just started treating me more like a man rather than a... Than a 16 year old kid, do you know what I mean? Yeah. How did you react to that? Because last, the week before, you might have been cleaning someone's boots or, mm. you know, carrying the footballs, but now you're one of the people that they. I was kind of in like a weird, a weird zone, man. It's like I was, I wasn't quite first team, but I was above youth team or even reserves. Yeah, yeah. But I would still be training with them. Like yeah. it, it was just a weird place I was in at that time man so you, you weren't really fixed the position like, yeah 
What changing room was you? This is my question. What changing room was you in? I was still in the like youth, youth changing room. Yeah. So I went back. Obviously, that was the last game of the season. Yeah. So after that, obviously, as you can imagine, buzzing, thinking, right, like, next Theo Walcott, like, man, <laughs> made it. Sort of thing. Thinking I'm going to go back, be involved and all that. But I was just back in the youth team. So was... after all of that, you go back to pre-season and mm. you're, still, you're back with your friends. Yeah, just back in the youth team. Didn't play again for two years in the first team after that. Wow. So are they, like, uh, this might not have been the banter time, but are, they, are your friends bantering you? Like, right, why are you back here? Like, da 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 yeah, there was a bit of that, like, what's going on, like, you, you made your debut, you know, what, you're just with us, back of us. Like cleaning like, boots together. Yeah. But it weren't, it weren't, to be fair, it wasn't that deep, innit? It, it yeah, wasn't that yeah. deep, like, it was, it, was, it was good. But in my back of my mind, I'm obviously, like, festering, like, what's going on? What did, I, did I play dead? Like, yeah, am yeah. I not good enough? But, yeah, that affected me quite badly, to be honest. Seriously? Mm, I never really spoke about it, but it did affect me, because I remember that season especially, I just weren't playing like well, man. And I kept thinking, it's like I felt like, you know, um, Space Jam. Yeah. When they just lost their yeah, powers, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I felt like that. I was like, what's going on? I'll be trying to take someone on, getting tackled, crossing the ball behind the goal, thinking, my, my, my powers are gone. I'm is like, that, I'm dead. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah. you overthinking it? Thinking, I need to, you're trying too hard to get back into the team. Yeah. Like, I was even thinking, like, I'm, I, I'm at risk of getting released here. Like, wow. that's what I was thinking in my head. But then somehow, like, back end of the season, I, like, switched it back on and I was done well and that. Okay, okay. Uh, do you know what? Speaking of Uncle Sonny, yeah? Mm. Uh, he told me a mad rumour. I don't know if this is true. <laughs> 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 yeah, that obviously you played your game. Mm. They offered you a deal. Yeah. <laughs> that Fulham picture up in a helicopter. <laughs> and took you to Motswell Park to sign a deal. Nah, nah. <laughs> I wish that happened still. Nah, that didn't happen. <laughs> that's, so wait. All right, cool. The helicopter, nah. nah. <laughs> Bro, that's what he was telling people, I'm sure. Yeah, nah. Talk off camera, I'm sure yeah, people yeah, heard yeah. that. Um, so how long after you made your debut did you sign a pro? Was it like the next day? So I'd already signed a uh, two-year, no, one-year scholar, two-year pro. Okay. Because obviously, I don't know how it is now, but back then, to be involved, you have to have like some sort of contract set in place in it okay, okay so that was the carrots like if you sign for us you're gonna play prim do you get me like, one of them ones you're not gonna turn that down yeah. at 16 and it's good money as well isn't it? yeah gone nah, 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 don't talk money <laughs> nah. oh, it was 12 years ago god just say like yeah, it was nah, nah, to be honest the first deal i wouldn't it weren't it was it was probably like a couple grand like, yeah at that age that's good isn't it? Like, of course it's good um but yeah man couldn't complain man good money good money <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to tell me that. 12 years, come on, 12 years ago. A lot's happened. Yeah, all right. So when I left, I was on, it's not, when you look at it now, yeah. you think, oh, that's not, that's yeah. pennies, isn't it? But back then I was on like, I would say it was eight to 10, 10 bags. I remember one month I looked at my bank account and I had like 60K after one month. From 60K? Bo from bonuses and all that. And, and like, how old are you? I think I was like 18, 19 at that time. You've got 60 I don't think I've seen 60 grand. Yeah, from like Europa League bonuses, like being on the bench, Prem, just winning. You know, when you see players and they're, f they're so happy that their team's yeah, yeah, winning yeah, and yeah. they're scoring, but they're just getting a bonus, bro. That's all. Do you know what? <laughs> I ain't closed my mouth. Bruv. <laughs> bro, listen, Peter Kraut said it in his pod that you see them cheering because they're getting their Champions League bonus. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah. So, what? Like, okay, you're not that type of player. We're not, we, won't, we won't push on the money, but that's mad. Yeah. Surely you move Mumsy out of the house. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. We got the house in uh, Bagshot, innit? Okay, that's not. We was living in we was living in Heath at the time, 
and um, started getting getting more rough. Yeah, yeah. And she went to the shop one time and she said she could hear like these two youths behind us saying, "I, there's a boy that lives on this road." <laughs> like she, but they didn't obviously know that was my mum in it, but she could wow. just hear them talking. Remember driving back one day and I see police just whiz past me and sat in the side and said, they're going to my house. Oh, so I've gone home, mum's out the window, like saying someone's like been trying to get in and that. No way. Yeah. I remember I took my car like trying to find them and like, it would literally just happen. Madness. You don't even like that. Yeah. Nah, if I go, I go in it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Take no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah. That's a good thing. Like move mum's out. Yeah. Nah, sick, sick, sick. Yeah, man. So how did you feel? When Harvey Elliott broke your record, um, do you know what? Like I've always said, it's a, a bittersweet moment. Obviously, I had it for twelve years. Um, amazing achievement, something I can always say I've had, so no one can take that away from me. But at the same time, like that that pressure of being the youngest Prem player and what you're doing now, or how come you're not playing? Like, that's gone now, isn't it? Yeah. And it's time for like a new kid on the block, so to speak, to to go and nah, take to, the reins. Good way to put it, man. He's doing well, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, man. Um, did you, did you ever get invited back to Fulham to, like, see things and that, man? This is what I'm saying. Bro, it's like, a, as if I was never there. I swear to God. I feel like my career, or it's like it's a, a cover-up, bro. I swear there's, some, there's some, something weird going on with that. Serious? I don't know what it is. And you never find that. That's the maddest thing. You can even, if you look online, yeah, like, type me in a, there's no articles, nothing about when I made my debut, really, nothing like that. I'm not a fanboy like that, I don't do yeah. that, bro. No, no, I'm just saying in general, <laughs> in general, though, it's mad, like, no one, it's just not there no more, isn't it? That is crazy, man. Nah, it's weird, bro. Even, like, I read somewhere, it just popped up, I didn't search you, I read somewhere that... Don't lie, bro. Laurie, <laughs> <laughs> um, the gaffer, was it Laurie Sanchez? He yeah. didn't even know who you were, he just yeah, said he had like, to that's play. that's true, yeah. Because I am... Um, I'd done like a mini documentary in it and I went to see him and he said his job when he got brought in was to like keep Fulham up in it. Yeah. And he had no, no, no recollection or no idea of the youth set up, had no interest in it. But he got advised that it'd be in the best interest of the club to play me in a non-game. So again, it don't mean nothing yeah. at the end of the season. Um, it'd just be in the club's best interest. He said, all right. You just done it. See, uh, see here and that, yeah. Does that take a like a knock on your like your, the way you f f see about see yourself? Because you're being told your prem debut is only to keep you at the club, not because mm. you're good enough to make the debut, but it's just to so the club has another youngster on there. Mm. Like, how do you feel about that? No, I don't really. It is what it is, isn't it? Like, obviously, I spoke to um, Ray Lewington, oh, who yeah, was yeah, also yeah. was there back then, okay. and he said to me, "Do you know what? You was deserving of it." Like can't take that away from you you was deserving of it but the way they went about it was wrong they should have integrated me more like he gave an example about Wan Basaka when he was at Palace mm. so he was training with the first team for months or a whole year before he actually made his debut so he knew what they wanted how they wanted him to play yeah. got used to um, playing and every day with men like the physical side of yeah. it like all of that stuff mental side of it but I was just plucked youth team into the first team then put back in the youth team no one said nothing to me that is crazy mm. so what advice would you give like young players that are in your position now because there's a lot of them yeah like even like the age of 24 is old in, in the game now what would mm. you give what would you tell them um i wouldn't overthink anything enjoy football while you can it's a short career if there's anything on your mind that's you know you're not sure of or getting you down or 
change your overthinking, talk to people. Because whether it's family, friends, someone at the club, like talk to them, let them know how you're feeling. Because nine times out of ten, the way what you're thinking is never as bad as it actually mm. is. Yeah, true. And mm. there's always someone, no, it sounds mean, but there's always someone worse off than you because there's always someone getting released or yeah. not playing at all. Yeah, live in the moment, I say. Yeah. Just be in the moment, man. Enjoy it. Yeah. Do you feel like it was too much too soon for you? 100%. 100%. Bags one month. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go nutty. Yeah, I remember I was in. I was actually in Westfields in Bush in Westfields. Um, I was with a couple of my friends. Well, let me just um check my balance. I knew it was payday in it. <laughs> <laughs> on screen balance. I said what? It's just. I, I said. I said, boys, we're out tonight. <laughs> we are out here tonight. <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, remember um, Mia Maya. Is it Maya? I never, I never went there. I like a small, it's a small club. I never forget. Yeah, the maddest night. Bro. I, the bank was calling me. <laughs> yeah, it was mad. Serious to yeah. say, is this you? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, run that, man. Put that through, <laughs> run that, run that. <laughs> I'll never forget. People go, oh, Briggs, this is the best night of my life. Serious. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of nights out, yeah. Yeah. You definitely like. I've been around a couple of pros and. Promoters are on them. Mm. Was it the same for you? Oh, yeah. Every weekend. Oh, what are you doing this weekend? You're out tonight. Was it Tuesday nights and a, and a Tuesday, Saturday? Tuesday, Funky Buddha. <laughs> Saturday, it was Studio Valbon. Sunday, Whiskey Mist. Like, and you was out every, like, them days? I was always out, man. Wednesday, I think back then, was Oceana, student <laughs> night. <laughs> Do you know what? Speaking of Oceana, yeah, my mates used to skip the queue like mm. with Craig and that, yeah. You know, who wouldn't mind me saying this? And then my mate used to... I was probably Craig, with him, bro. Yeah, you probably was. Craig was saying he's at Arsenal. Yeah. My mate be like, yeah, I'm at QPR, QPR, mm. Google me. And he'd just get in like, yeah, like that. Yeah. Ralph Polo's baggies. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was like. That's mad. So yeah. yeah, you're spoiling all your friends. Are they still about? Or is it yeah. like they were there when you was good? The ones I grew up with, they're still there, will always be there. Yeah. Like, you know, I always say like my brothers, man, like grew up with them before I even made it. Even when I went through like my bad period, they were there, supportive, and they're still there to this day. Obviously, there's people that I, I know now are hangers-on, but they're no longer there. So I try and this now, I keep my circle very small. Do you know what I mean? That's another thing people should hear, because your, the career is very small, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And you can either leave the career with money or leave it with nothing. And mm -hmm. the people that are still around you when you have nothing are the ones you should like keep close, isn't it? Which Definitely, is, man. Which is mad. So... <laughs> After your debut, I know you said two years. What are you doing in them two years? You're still at Fulham, you're under contract. But... Again, so Roy Hodgson had come in now. And I actually started training with the first team again um, every day. And he would always have me in the squad, but 19th man. Um, but never let me go on loan. I had all these loan offers come in. Nope, we need him as backup. Nah, I can't go. Like... So I was just literally training. They wouldn't let me play reserves either in case I got injured. But you're the 19th man. For those who don't understand, the night, you travel, but you're yeah. in the stand, basically. Yeah. You might do the warm-up and then go shower. Do a bit of running and then... Yeah. But, you see, are you the type to go and ask the manager what's going on or are you telling your agent to say, to ask questions? Um, yeah, back then, to be honest, I said to my agent, like, ask questions. And... We just get the same answer. Like they'll give you like a they'll give you like a little bit of hope, like, nah, nah, he's he's doing well, he's training well, like I like him, I wanna keep him here. 
um, you know, he could get a chance soon. Like, I'm thinking about it. So in your head, you're like, oh, all right, we'll see. But then another couple of months go on, you're like, what's going on? More offers come in to go and learn. Still nothing. And at the end of the day, it's, it's their decision, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Then obviously I would, I would start saying, like, I need to go get experience. I need to, like, play in the league and just gain my footballing experience. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, but, like, we're light on your position here. Like, we need you to stay here. But I'm not playing. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's their choice. And I think, I actually said, well, let me play resis at least. Let me play. I hadn't played no games. Because you can be fit, but match fit's a different... Oh, it's a different ball game, man. So when did they finally let you to go, finally allow you to go on loan? First loan, I was at Leighton Orient. Played one game. And then got called back. What, Fulham called you back? Yeah. <laughs> played one game. Got mine in a match for Leighton Orient. Then I came back. That was it. And then after that, I had a few more loans like later on down yeah. the line, like Peterborough, Bristol City. Um, the one, my favourite one was Watford. But they're the only loans I had. But why are they calling you back though? I would only ever go on a month loan. Watford, like I said, was my favourite one. I was there for like the second half of the season. So like six months I was there. And that was like the promotion push. Yeah. That one, the madness with Troy Deeney, that one. When he went in goal? No, nah, no, nah, when he scored the winner against Leicester. Oh, was, that, was you there, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the bench. No, nah, I played that oh, game. Oh, you played, yeah? Yeah, but I didn't play at the Wembley, the final. Oh, that's sick. Mm. Oh, my but that God. Whole, that whole, like, season was sick for me. And then, obviously, I went back to Fulham again. Oh, so he's the, the Deeney thing, yeah? Mm. You still chat to him? Not really, to be honest. I kind of, you know what? I've just, like, I just cut off from all that, that world, man. I'm just trying to focus now on life after, mm. after ball, if I'm honest. Let's stick to loans first, yeah, before we get to that. Okay, we'll get to that. Mm. When, um, see, when you're taken on loan, yeah, mm. it's, you're out of your comfort zone because all you know is Fulham, yeah. you train, you know the people there. You're still young. How are you coping? Like, you just gassed to play football or is it like, oh, it's a new change room. These are all big men that I don't know. Mm. I think, do you know what? Like, I think I handled it pretty well, if I'm honest. Um, obviously, you're nervous because, like, like you said, going to a new environment. Mm. But there was, uh, there was a couple people that I probably knew, you know, that was made it more comfortable for me. Like John Obika, for example. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was at Leighton Orient when I went there. And so that made it more comfortable for me. So I'd chill with him. Okay. Do you think loans are good, in your opinion, like for players? Um, because Yeah, 100%. There's players that constantly go on. Was it Michael Hector? Yeah. Obviously, he told us he was on like 14, 15 loans. Well, he's at Chelsea. Like, yeah. I think, to be honest, I think that's a good thing. I always, like, refer to Andros Townsend, for example. Like, my guy was always on loan somewhere. Like, just always on loan. Yeah. But I think it done him well. I think when you're in that, that transition of you're better than reserves, there's only so much reserve games you can yeah. play where, like, then you end up just coasting the games. Like, you need a challenge, something to play for. And obviously, you're not going to be getting into the first team just yet. So you need to go on loan to gain the experience, get used to playing in front of thousands of yeah, people. Yeah. Even just like playing, playing against men, the physical aspect, the media aspect, like it just gets you ready for when you eventually break through. Nah, sick, yeah. I'd, some people won't see it. Some people is like, oh, they're shipping me out again. I'm never going to mm. like, remember, you're contracted to that one club. So yeah. if it was you, you really want to play for Fulham. Mm. But you're playing for Bristol. Sheffield, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's, yeah. it, I can see both sides of it. 
But that's a loan as well. Opportunities may arise from that. So you might go and do a madness, do well, and then not, they might want to keep you permanently. And then you're playing first team, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I almost wish that I'd done it the slower route where I didn't break through at 16. Like, okay. I wish that I progressed slower, went on loan, done well, come back, go on loan again, maybe broken later than I did. Mm. That's, yeah. that's not your fault. Like, you no, was, that's not my fault. You but... was too good for your yeah, age yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Just, but yeah. I just, sometimes you think, oh, if, if I'd done it this way, then maybe things would have been different. But oh, it is what it is, man. It is what it is, yeah. man. Brought you here, innit? Yeah. <laughs> she was a big time star, you probably wouldn't come on. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, joking. Um, in your last year at Fulham, you get your like first big injury. Mm. And if do you know it do you like see players, do they know like at your age, when you're young, do you know like rah, it's my last year? Do you think about that? Or is it just Um, do you know what? Again, this is a mad story, man. So obviously I was at Watford the season before. Mm. I came back and Martin Yo was manager yeah, yeah. Fulham at the time. He's the one that got him to the final. Yeah. yeah. No, Roy Hodgson did. Roy Hodgson, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. But yeah. he came in like later on. He's actually my favourite manager I ever had at okay. Fulham. Like, I played the most under him. But I um, got an injury. Like I think I played, I played Sunderland, Newcastle, first two games of the season. Then I said, like, I can't play no more. Like, I had a hernia and a groin. Something was wrong with my groin, innit? Um, had surgery, um, but I was out for that the whole season. Mad. Yeah, but he had said like well, we're gonna offer you a three year extension. Okay. So I'm like right, this would have been on like ten, twelve racks a week, buzzing. <laughs> but then he got sacked. I was like, oh. But the deal was still there. I'm thinking I've not signed it yet. Then Felix Magat came in. You know that crazy yeah. German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming now. He's like, oh, we want you to get fit before you sign it. I'm like, oh, come on, bro. <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, I'm trying. I'm trying to get back fit. I get back fit with like two weeks left of the season, training. Actually, I think I thought I'd done well in training. If I'm honest. Anyway, season done. He goes, ah, no, nah, we're gonna let you go. Me and twelve others, like me, Dixon, Danny Murphy, like twelve of us gone. That's when we got relegated as well. Is <laughs> is that to save money? Or? <laughs> Might have been. I don't know, bro. But I'm like. At the time, I'm thinking, you know what? It ain't going to be hard for me to get a club. Surely not. Yeah, yeah. Then one week will go by. Two weeks will go by. Three weeks will go by. I, think I ain't hearing nothing. But your phone's it, not ringing. Phone ain't ringing. And then, obviously talking to my agent, it's like, yeah, everyone's saying you've been out for a year. They, like, you haven't played. They don't want to take the risk. Then uh, Blackpool and uh, Millwall came in. I'm not going Blackpool. I heard like what they're like as a club or back, how they was anyway. It's not for me. Millwall, I thought it's London still. Mm. Um, Ian Holloway, he's okay. always been after me for years. <laughs> and then I went, I went there, but I had, I had to trial first. But in, see, I don't again. Is that in the manager's hands or the clubs? What do you think? Um, I think I reckon the clubs. To be honest, I think because it's meant to be a one-week trial. I was there one week to say, hey, we're going to look at you for another week. So, done another week. But I was there for a month before I signed, bro. A month. And I, I'm getting like itchy. I'm getting itchy now. I'm thinking, nah, <laughs> they better sign me, you know. Otherwise, I got nothing else. But then they signed me. And I was there for like six months. And then went Colchester. Like, Mill weren't for me either. If I'm honest. Yeah, it's not a good place. Nah. Tires got slashed twice when we lost. What? 
Yeah, bro. The fans will come jump over the gates and slash man's tyres. Be fair, I went Millwall. My mate is at Wigan. I went there to the den Tuesday night. It is a mad place. There's some fans that don't even watch the game. They just fry and abuse that. <laughs> There's that corner, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> away fans and the Lino gets it. That yeah. Is, that's yeah, we was playing Bradford away one time, FA Cup. Someone got sent off like early doors. Um, it was like losing 3 0 or 3 1. And I went to get the ball like to take a throw in. Bro, they're trying to jump over the thing to fight me, bro. I'm like, chill out, fam. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is that scary or is it just like, do you just blank it out? Because you nah. hear players say, yeah, I just blank it out. And refs say, like, I spoke to a ref for some reason and he just blanks it out. But yeah. you can't always blank certain things out. Yeah, no, they never, they, to be honest, they never said nothing as in like personal to me. Okay. But, and yeah, you do blank it out. But in that second where I've gone, the game's kind of stopped. I've gone to get the ball to like, from like the build, the signs mm -hmm. at the sides, obviously they're right there. They're like trying to get in over each other, like trying to get on the pit. I'm like, rah. <laughs> is that what you're on? That's not the luxury of yeah. the Prem anymore, is it? Duh. You see, uh, being at Fulham for, what, 13 years? How long? Probably longer? Yeah, probably, like, I'll say about 13 years, yeah. Do you feel like they get proper gave you a chance to prove yourself? No. Well, yes and no. I never, I never got like a run of games. So that's another thing. Like, I wouldn't play for months. And I'm going back to when Mark Hughes is in charge. Mm. And this is another madness. So I wouldn't play for months. Then they'll be like, you're starting against Chelsea. <laughs> I'm like, eh? all right. If you're getting cramped towards the end, like, <laughs> mash up. Then wouldn't play again. Be on the bench. Wouldn't play. Then another game will come. Oh, you're starting against Arsenal at the Emirates. And I remember one game, yeah, 20 minutes in, I said, warming up, I said, I can't run. Like, I said to the physio, my calves are, like, swollen. I cannot run. They that said, ah. Oh. I was like, no, nah, like, you're young. You're young. Just uh, stretch it, run off. You should be fine. But I got absolutely, like, destroyed by Samir Nazari, yeah? Like, but I couldn't move. Like, you see pictures, there's pictures, yeah, of him just, Getting part, I'm just standing there stuck like in the mud. <laughs> yeah, just stuck. But I had an operation two days later. Serious? Yeah, I was stood on the halfway line to after 20 minutes, just standing there waiting for the ball to go out of play. Like my, you know, like how your your foot would like flex. It was just stuck. I couldn't like do anything. Anyway, I had tests done. I had the compartment syndrome in my calves. Doctor said I've never seen a kid your age with muscles this big in my life ever. They had to like strip basically the fascias both sides of my calves to like make my give my muscles room to like yeah. expand it felt like a cyclist didn't it yeah it was mad it was actually mad i was like squatting stuff that people my age shouldn't be doing they kind of not ruined you but they kind of i'm gonna be harsh set you up to fail because mm. they're putting you in these positions like they're giving you games then you're not playing you're in mm. the gym doing what big men should be doing. Yeah. Not realising your age. I'm not fully developed yet. Yeah. You're still like six something anyway. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. Yeah. Weren't like the Bayern and the Man United and all them rumours, like being interested, was that rumours or was it true? Well, that was real. I was um, away of England, um, again, playing above my age group. Um, and I remember I played, played against Austria. David Alaba was playing as yeah. well. Anyway, played sick. I think we won. I think I might have scored in that game as well. Um, come back now and United and Bayern Munich, like talking to my agent, like we wanna, we wanna get him. Oh, sick! 
And United was always my dream to play for United, and it like always my dream, bro. I was like, I was like, no, nah, I want to go. That's it. Like, I'm gonna do yeah. it. Like, set this up, make this happen. <laughs> Anyways, trying. Fulham said we want ten mil. Obviously, at that time, I hadn't done enough to be, you worth know, mil, yeah. be, be worth ten mil. So they just backed out, and my head was gone after that. And then that's the season David Alaba went to Bayern. That's mad. So I think I was like their first, their first choice. Oh, they had they had you over. So yeah. you could have been. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's mad. It's mad, but it's mad how football like how football goes. Isn't it? Do you think about that? I used to, not anymore. I'm come, I've <clears throat> I've made peace of it. Did it? Alright, when you were thinking of it, did it burn? Yeah, like I'd be like, bro, that could have been me, man. Like watching the game, like I could be playing Champions League. Lifting trophies. That's like, you need to drink. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, like, remember Max Noble? Yeah. He had this big thing about how Fulham treated him bad. He was a baller, by the way. He was sick. I see him play once. I'm not saying he weren't bad. Mm. And I played against him at goals and, like, sharp. Yeah, yeah. Dribble. Like, dribble. Sick. Yeah, he could yeah. dribble sick. Lightweight. Getting yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he had this thing where Fulham treated him bad, blah, blah, blah. In a way, you're obviously you've played and you've become a pro in that, but they still treated you bad. Mm. So back in the day, it probably weren't a good place for a young player. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably a lot better now in terms of resources yeah. and people you can speak to and that. But as a young player coming through, you need kind of like a, a mentor or somebody that can guide you you know, or if you're not, you know, feeling right mentally, you can speak to them, they give you advice mm. and whatnot. There was none of that back then. Yeah, I think there's a lot of it now. Yeah. Because there's a lot of mental health issues going yeah. on in football. And they're scared that. They've had to do that. something about it. Because even that, that boy from City, mm. he took his own life. Yeah, that's there. what I'm saying. Yeah. Mad. So go from Millwall to Colchester. Enjoy, did you enjoy it there? Yeah, I did initially. Like, Probably Colchester was probably the, like, professionally, the most games I played, like, consistently. Like, I was that first choice, like, playing week in, week out. And it wasn't up to probably my third season where I got my hip injury. Then things started going downhill. Was you, was you part of the Colchester team where they had the mad change room where basically everyone was from London and it was just seemed like a youth club? Um, like, all Craig in there. Yeah, so I think I might have come, like, just after that. Because he was there, but he left that season. <coughs> My throat is getting <laughs> Getting a lot off your chest, man. Yes, um, after Colchester, so you've done your... Col- everything starts to go downhill. Why do you think you struggled to get club? After Colchester? Mm. Um, so, after having my hip um, operation, I feel like I was getting like rushed back and I had a falling out with like the medical staff um, about it and stuff because apparently I didn't do something I was meant to do or something. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it ended up like mutual consent, both of us like agreeing like for me to like leave. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I, I think maybe somebody out there, I don't know who it is or even if it's happening, but I feel like somebody's just like saying, I've got a bad attitude or I'm a bad egg or something mm. like that. When I guarantee 
you ask anybody I've played with any change room, they'll be like, that's rubbish, mm. complete rubbish. Um, the only offer I got was Chesterfield after Colchester. Is that, is that where you was doing the mad commute? Yeah, yeah, I was doing a mad commute here still. Why? Uh, just because, like, I was, my ex was, like, expecting my son. Okay. Um, and she wasn't, she wasn't well. <clears throat> and um, she was, like, bedbound and stuff. Um, and I just, I thought, this is, all, this is the only option I've got. But she can't really be on her own. Mm. So I was just, like, driving. Ten-hour round trip. That's mad. Every day. Did that affect your performances? At the time, I was probably saying no, but yeah, you can imagine being stuck in a car for... Living off Red Bull and that. Yeah, <laughs> it's mad. I'd like leave at like 4 a.m. to get to training for like 8.30. 4 a.m.? Yeah. Then I'll reach back home at like 6, 7. And you done that for a whole season? Nah, six months I lasted, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did they know you was doing that? Yeah. <clears throat> then my manager came and he's like, you're doing this? I said, yeah. He said... He said, uh, all right, but maybe day before a game, you have to come up here and we'll put you in a hotel. I started doing that. Yeah. But then she um, got, to, got to a point where <clears throat> she had to, we had took her to Cyprus just to get some treatment that you couldn't get here. Yeah, you're the first man to do this, drink on camera, you But my throat is dry, bro. Listen, you, to, you had a long drive. You have to drink your water in yeah, the car. Yeah, it's true, it's true. <laughs> Itching, bro. It's tickling, bro. <clears throat> I'm gonna cough. I'm gonna talk. It's gonna look like I'm crying. Nah, all good, all good. We want you to cry, man. All good, man. <laughs> um, so, culture start. Was it Barnet after, or did you go? Is that Denmark? So after Chesterfield. Col- sorry, Chesterfield. Yeah. Um, after that, I didn't play for, I'll say a year, bro. Come back, went Barnet, there for like a month or two, and then. I thought football's long. I just stopped playing, bro. Is that when you hit rock bottom? Yeah, I said, I can't, I'm not doing this no more. Like, this club, this club, not working out, not playing, not earning money. Like, I can't do living this. Living off savings? Yeah, living off My savings had been depleted, bro. Like, at this point. I'm like, or getting dear enough done. I'm like... So you're not even getting, like, not even a trial somewhere or nothing? Nothing, man. Agents not helping. I was having a madness, like, even, like, with my car, like, I was getting points here, there, and everywhere, bro. I was just going for a madness, like, depression kicking in. Speaking of cars, you know what I'm going to ask you? <laughs> <laughs> Is it true someone took a car out in your name and you didn't know it was you? And you, didn't even know who, <laughs> you didn't know about it? Yeah, yeah, that's true Let's still. not say who it is. <laughs> yeah. Make talk off cam. Yeah, that's true still, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like obviously not saying no names. Obviously, we've squashed it since then. Yeah, and that, but it was a mad situation, man. Like, I just remember being at home and like at my mum's actually, and she's going, "You took a Jaguar out." <laughs> I'm like, "What? What are you on about? You got a letter here saying like you ain't paid for it." I look at the letter. It's like some car garage in Croydon, like where I was living at the time. I said, this don't, this, 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 mum, this ain't me. I ain't got no Jaguar. I don't know what this is. And then somehow, like, after, like, investigating it, <clears throat> figured out who it was. <laughs> but then, yeah, bro, it was just a, it was a, it was a mad, mad thing. So it's, like, affecting all my credit. 
<clears throat> and it took a long time to to sort that out. But in the end, I didn't have to pay nothing. Wow. It was like 10 grand worth of debt, bro. Just written off. Yeah. But your life is a proper roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, mad. Mad. And then you enter non-league. Was it Malden and Tiptree? Yeah, so um, I remember going back to Colchester being like, ah, oh, take me back. Like, obviously, they know who I am. Yeah. I've played for them. They know what I'm capable of. Like, then take me back. And he was like, nah, like, you ain't played for this long. But you know what? We've got to feed the club. Obviously, I knew who they were yeah, when yeah. I was there. Molden and Tiptree, like, Wayne Brown, obviously, he was a coach that was at Colchester. Yeah. Um, he's the manager there. Like, he'll take you like this. I was like, oh, do you know what? It was local to me at the time, so I was okay, still living yeah. in Essex. I was like, I'll go down there then. Played there, and that's like, I actually started to love football again when I went there. There's no pressure there, is it? Well, <coughs> it's because you're the pro. Yeah, but it was like no pressure, man. Like, it was easy. Like, you just start to enjoy it again. Yeah. Like, if you just play football, you're playing well every day, you start to love it again. And then, because of my reputation, everyone loves you. Start feeling the love from, like, the few fans they have, whatever. <laughs> like, just nice, isn't it? It was good. Well, it was nice. Glad you enjoyed it again. When... Uh, let's talk about <laughs> ball, yeah? As a whole. In your career... Looking back at your career, yeah? If you used to take yourself out and talk to the younger person, a younger version of you, when can you say to that player, to young Matthew, this is when you can say you've made it? Like, how many games do you have to play? What do you have to do? Because you can sign a pro, like you said, and yeah. not play for two years. Yeah, that don't mean nothing, to be honest. I would say when you're <clears throat> consistently in a first team squad, like starting, and you got maybe 100, 100, 100, 150 games under your belt, like you've made it, like mm. you're established. Do you know what I mean? Do you think, is it the games? Because you're the second, Michael said, Mikel said this as well, that if you paid 30 games every season, you've made it, like you've basically made it. Is it down to games? Yeah, definitely. Because you'll look at someone and be, he ain't played that many games. He only played two games last year, or so that it, <clears throat> that tells somebody that you just you're just on the periphery, like you're you're not quite there yet. Mm. Like you just a player they use if there's an injury yeah, or just yeah. players tired, bring him on. Do you know what I mean? You're not yeah. starting games. Mad, mm. mad. It's all politics, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at it now, yeah. Who do you feel you let down the most, yourself or parents? Um, a bit of both, really. I'd probably say myself in, in regards to that was my dream. It's the only thing I wanted to do. Never had my own anything else, which hence why later on in life, I'm now had to think of what do I want to do after mm. football because I had no clue. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd say, definitely say myself, but I'll obviously say family as well because, and they'll say, no, nah, you haven't. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's my life I'm mm. living. It's not, it's not their dream. It's my dream. But you always feel like you let them down in some, some capacity. Because you, like, at one point, you did change your mum's life. And it's yeah, like you moved right there. Exactly. It's, it's yeah, crazy, isn't yeah. it? Speaking of parents, was your dad ever around? Because you never really mentioned him. Nah. <clears throat> um, I think he was around till I was two years old. But not, well, I say around, but not, not consistently. Um, um, I, and I reconnected with him probably three, four years ago. Serious? Yeah. Um, I'm still in touch with, like, my dad's side of the family. Mm. Just don't see him that often. Is that who's Guyanese? No, they're English. Oh, they're my mum's side, yeah. Okay, cool, Guyanese, cool. Yeah. How did it feel going back to Guyana and playing for him? Yeah, sick, man. Like, obviously, I made the decision to play for them. This is um, 
actually when I was at Colchester, I was in 2015, I've made the, the initial like step to play for them. I was thinking, you know what, like my nan passed away wow. um, 2008 and she's from Guyana and I think it would be a good thing, like a good thing to do for her, innit? Like that's where she's trying to be looking down on me proud, like, do you know what I mean? That's yeah, how I thought about it. So I made that choice and I've loved every minute of it. Obviously I stopped playing <clears throat> for a bit when I was going through my madness. And it wasn't until I went to Molden and Tiptree and started getting my football back yeah. on track. And I said to them, look, like, I'm ready to like get my head down, mm. focus, put my all into Guyana, take me back. And then obviously went to play for them in the Gold Cup, done well. And then I got like scouted from a Dutch, um, not Dutch, Danish team well, to go and play in Denmark, like professionally, okay, innit? Yeah. So I was like, it's not happening for me in England. So I'll go and try abroad. And the psych I've always wanted to do as well. Yeah. Like experience playing abroad. Enjoy it. No, I loved it to be fair. Played Division One first season. The next season went to the <clears throat> Superliga, which yeah. is against like Copenhagen, okay, Midtjylland, yeah, yeah. all them teams. No, sick, sick. How come you're still you're not there now? Because uh <coughs> don't say your attitude. Nah, <laughs> no, nah, not that. Um got injured. Not injured, but like I was getting pains in like my hip. Yeah. We had like a winter break, come back, um, doing mad running because like the coach was like crazy bro it's mad two and a half hour sessions in the in the ice and snow and that <laughs> part of me was like nah this cold it for me still injured to the, you know. i was getting pains and i went to the doctor i had a scan and he was like if i was you i'd recommend you retire because your hip is like kaput man you've got no cartilage mad like it's just the shape of it's mad like I said you probably need a hip replacement in like if you carry on <laughs> and you're still playing yeah <clears throat> just just got to know what like uh, football's my me in it that's yeah, my yeah. life but that's why i'm playing non-league it's easy so i don't stress it too much i can manage it myself if i've got pain i can say i'm not going to train yeah, today yeah. like do you know what i mean it's more chilled more laid back see on your journey like i said your, your career your life's been a roller coaster youngest player in the prem to man open it like getting cars in your name so mm -hmm. basically being blacklisted how how did that affect your mental health um <clears throat> in many ways um you know there's things where you think people are just using you for the money or, or who you are um thinking you're not good enough to be to reach the level you want to reach mm -hmm. um you know, the self-doubt creeps in. Then you start maybe getting paranoid, thinking like, like, why are these people around me? Like, mm. I don't know, it's just a whole like concoction of things, really. And at the time, you don't really notice it's going on. But it, it's until it comes to like a pinnacle. So like, all this stuff started from Fulham, but it didn't actually come to its head like when I hit rock bottom until like... Barnet. Yeah. And that would have been like, 2016, I think. Yeah, 2016. That is a long gap, yeah. bro. That's a lot of like stress, a lot of things going on in that Trauma time. And stuff, yeah. When you actually realise, rah, you actually deep it, look back at everything you've gone through, and I think, yeah, that that's took a big toll on my mental health, man. That's mad. Cause I went to therapy and all serious? everything. Yeah. Does that help? I'm not a fan of it. To start with, I I weren't having it, but I, do you know what? In all, I'd say probably not for me. If I'm honest, just mm. talking to somebody who's that's their profession, mm. 
I'd much rather talk to like family, friends, and that, and get because they they know you in it. They can advise you best, I think. Yeah. But I did learn like a few things from it that, that I could take away. Do you know what I mean? The maddest thing is is when you're going through all this, and players go for like mental health in football is a real thing. And because people see that you're millionaire, that they're millionaires, mm. and they're all on big money, they shouldn't have any problems. But yeah. it more money, more problems, man. <laughs> That's how it goes. I swear. Yeah, it's mad. I actually done like after all of this madness, I done like life coaching courses, innit? Okay. So now, like, I'm a I'm a life coach as well. So like, I actually enjoy now helping others, man. Like yeah. helping young ballers, not even just ballers, anybody that suffers like mental health and mm. like, where they need someone to talk to like i love that being that person and just like talk they can talk to you and try and give advice from my perspective yeah i think it's good when you've like you've lived it like yeah. you've had that experience yourself i don't really think somebody has not like been through that stuff and give you the best advice no i rate that you know what that. i mean yeah i rate that well so, done man yeah, so i think for me now i'm trying to do the life coaching personal training fitness stuff just being well in yourself, man, mentally yeah. and physically. That's protecting what, your hip. Yeah, protecting my <laughs> hip. <laughs> yeah. Now, Matthew, thank yeah. you for sharing, nah, man. No thank problem, you for coming man. on, bro. It's been a pleasure.